Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today we have a crazy entitled parent story of a mom who wants to be way too involved in their 19-year-old's doctor appointments. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, mother is demanding money in anticipation of my book release. So, my parents have demanded money from any income I've had most of my life. When I was 12, I had a paper route that I never saw a dollar from. And when I was older, I constantly had to give or loan money to them and even used an entire paycheck to help cover rent more than once. I always assumed it was both, but after my parents split up, my dad stopped asking for money and my mom didn't. So, it was obvious that she was the one always pushing for it. I love my mom, don't get me wrong. She did a lot right with raising me and my siblings, and as much as it sucked to keep giving up my own money, I felt that I had to pay her back for everything she did. Misguided, I know. But after my parents split up, she completely went off the deep end. She started doing heavy drugs and constantly going out to see men. I tried not to judge her, but it all came to a head when I brought my sons over for a family Thanksgiving years ago, and she literally spent the entire day in her room with two guys getting a tattoo that I never saw. Now she has no stable home, claims to be going to rehab every few months, and has a new boyfriend every time I hear an update from her. She never makes any effort or time to see me or my family, including my 7-year-old son that she's never even met. So I'm almost done writing a book. It's nothing spectacular, but I'm proud of it and some people even like it. I've been posting on Facebook to my friends and family for people to help me review it and give me their thoughts, a process that's taken a couple of years, and to no one's surprise, she's done nothing to help with. I plan to publish soon, and so I get a message from her out of the blue saying, With the money you get from your book, you can help me make sure I have a great Christmas with me and boyfriends named Kids. I've shrugged off similar messages from her in the past, but this one really set me off. All I said was, no, any money I make goes to my family, but I wanted to say so much more. She's still in contact with my siblings, so I don't want to upset her and cause more family drama. What I wanted to say was, I'm an amateur author doing their first book. This won't make much, if anything at all. And on the off chance I hit the proverbial lottery and people like it much more than I'm expecting, I still won't give you a cent. My wife deserves help bringing in money for our family, my kids deserve a good education, and I have friends that say sup every couple weeks and ask about my children more than you do that I would give money to before you. So freak you, freak your boyfriend, and freak his kids that you care about more than your own grandchildren. I just wanted to get this off my chest, thank you. Nothing like having a kid for seemingly the sole purpose of leeching off of them for the rest of their life. Not only did you not have a choice in coming into the world, but you also don't have a choice when it comes to possessing your own money even as an adult. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys can't get enough of hearing about these entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, what makes people with small children so entitled? I'm spending time on a Sunday in a beautiful aquarium. I bought a ticket in advance. 
I arrived at opening to bypass some crowds and I was very much looking forward to one to two hours wandering around looking at everything. So far, this venue has staggered entry. During my slot, I walked up and took a place in the queue. A family with three children ran up, filtered around me and began speaking literally over my head. I was crowded in and ended up backing out so they got my place in line. I keep being banged by strollers. To be fair, it's dimly lit inside, but I feel like you know when you've hit someone. You could pause for a moment and say sorry. In the cafe, a lady let go of a stroller so loaded, it immediately toppled into me and so I spilled coffee everywhere. I was so conscious not to get hot liquid on her child. She didn't even pause to check if I was alright or offer to buy me a replacement. One child is in the corner drumming their fists along the glass. That's not okay. If they have difficulties, I respect not all behavior is predictable or preventable, but they're stressing out the animals. If they can't be brought around, they need to be away from the glass. It's a Sunday, so it's super busy. There's people in the gift shop having their infant children read aloud all the ice cream flavors and count out the money coin by coin whilst loudly saying, oh, I'm sure no one minds, it's so cute. I mind. The final straw which drove me to make this post is when a family encouraged their young knee-height children to push through the throngs of people around the glass and the mother said, this is a venue for children. I don't even know why these other people are here. We're at one of the top rated aquariums in the world. I feel like everyone has a right to be here. You chose to have children. It doesn't make you magically more important than everyone else. Some behaviors, being loud, being a little rowdy, sure, you can kind of bypass that, look past it, or treat it as something that you just feel like, yeah, it's almost just expected. But the situations where things do go wrong, or they interfere with somebody else's experience, or they run into them and make them spill coffee everywhere, you would expect them to apologize, you would expect them to do the right thing. Just because your young kid did it doesn't mean that's your free pass to go, oops, young kid did it, don't have to apologize, that's reason enough. Our next story is, Entitled Mother is angry I won't invite her husband to my child's birthday. Info, I haven't talked to my stepdad in almost a year and a half. He's blocked on every social media I have. I don't talk to him because I'm protecting my kids and myself. I don't talk to him because of the childhood abuse. I only know about the post because my cousin told me. He's never met my child and he never will. Last week, me and my mother got in an argument because I didn't want her husband at my child's party. Her husband SA'd me, mentally and emotionally abused me, excluded me from everything involving the family. He would slap me in the face and shove me against walls. My mother said it wasn't fair that I'm excluding him. I told her, your husband is not welcome and you know why. She said, it's not fair that you're excluding him. You hurt his feelings. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I said I'm not going to argue about this. If you can't respect my boundaries, then you can stay home too. My mother said, if you don't invite him, then don't invite me either. I said, okay, cool. You're not invited either. Then people from my mother's side of the family reached out and told me I was being unreasonable. So I don't know if OP shared exactly to all of those people why OP is not inviting them. Obviously, OP completely reserves the right to share that information. But if they have just an inkling of an idea why OP is making the decisions they're making, I feel like they should all be able to understand and not question it at all. If they know and they're still complaining about it to OP, that's ridiculous. This next story is, my mom wants to take my car away because she doesn't want me moving in with trans people. Let me provide some context. I, 19 year old female, have been talking about moving in with two of my friends from the last job I worked at for quite a long time. At the time we made these plans, we were all working at the same place and it was going great. Up until I got let go for many times of being away from my station too long, aka taking bathroom breaks because they wouldn't let us sit down and my back was killing me and I couldn't take a breather with inside of the managers because I'd get yelled at, I never had an issue with that until they started firing people and many quit because of the work conditions. And so to make up for the sparse staffing, they would give me double the work, causing me to get burnt out very quickly. So to fill the gap, I've been doing DoorDash just so I'm at least not a complete loser. Anyway, on to the meat and potatoes of the story. Sometime after telling my mom, 55-year-old female, what the possible plans were, I went and asked my friends if they were alright with me telling my mom the whole scope because they'd eventually meet face to face anyway if we'd be helping each other get our stuff in order. I would never tell another person who's never met my friends that they're trans unless they were okay with me doing so. They gave me permission, and so I broke the news to my mom. Now, mind you, my mother is very much Christian and conservative. I, however, am Christian but not conservative. At first, she seemed kind of indifferent about it, so I figured, okay, this might not be that tough of a situation. Wrong. Since then, our relationship has become extremely rocky, and we've been getting into arguments off and on for a couple months now. The hostility and bigotry have all been thinly veiled under the guise of protecting me and caring about mine and my friend's salvation. Now, as much as it makes me sad to know what their view of God is based off of the impression they've gotten from their own Christian upbringings, because I wish I could help them see what God is really about, I'm very much against pushing my beliefs on those who don't express interest in sharing them. I wholeheartedly understand and sympathize with those who have experienced religious trauma growing up, and I wouldn't wish that on anyone, or want to make anyone relive it for that matter. However, this willingness to love everyone, no matter what walk of life they come from, is seen as blatant enabling to my mom. No matter how many times I try to explain to her that LGBTQ plus people aren't evil and they just want to live life without living in constant fear. I'm ace myself and she even has an issue with that, none of it gets through. I've tried the put yourself in their shoes approach. I've tried explaining that Jesus literally ate dinner in the presence of way worse people. I quoted, he who is without sin cast the first stone. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So now, because I'm still choosing to go forward with my move and do everything I can to get back on my feet, 
I'm being threatened with having my car taken from me, which of course would prevent me from doing DoorDash and making money while I try to land a more solid job. Here's the thing, I pay for my car every single month on time. Not once have I asked my parents for help with my car payments. I'm doing my part to be responsible, pay my bills, get more money rolling in, yada yada yada. And if you missed it, I'm also legally an adult. I'm not an underage girl who's in way too quick of a hurry to grow up. I'm not being spontaneous. I quite literally planned this out months in advance. And on top of that, I've been talking about moving out in general since I was 16, but I knew I didn't have anything close to the required means at the time. My plan wasn't even to specifically pick people who were a part of the LGBTQ community to move in with. That's just who my friends happen to be and I honestly don't care. If it neither breaks my leg nor picks my pocket, I have exactly zero qualms. Now I'm caught in a crossroads between feeling like a complete screw-up slash problem child and trying to push forward because I know I deserve for good things to happen to me. My mom keeps reeling me in and making me feel ridiculous telling me I'm acting out of desperation and jumping at the closest opportunity I see just because I didn't have many friends growing up. So much screaming, crying, and claims of betrayal while I'm staying mostly stoic the whole time. Deep down inside, it hurts. It hurts to know that I could be hurting my own mother. I'm having a fight with myself and my mother at the same time and I honestly do not know how much more I can take. Someone please tell me I'm not crazy. Anyone. So. I don't really understand how OP would be hurting their mother at all. Their mother would be hurting themselves. OP moving in and tolerating and not being a total jerk to people who are different than them, or you know, not being sexist or transphobic or homophobic or whatnot, and being okay with being a roommate to those people, that's gonna hurt your mom? No, she's gonna jump through hoops to hurt herself mentally. It's not your fault she can't tolerate other people. Honestly, legitimately, her feelings in this situation should not impact you at all. Our next story is, Lady, I told you your kids weren't old enough for this class. Don't blame me when they get hurt. Hi, first time posting here, but boy, do I have some stories. Also, sorry for the long post. I tend to give too many details. I work as an instructor teaching parkour and free running basics to small kids, ages 2 to 6. And most of my classes are in private institutions like schools or specialized gyms. Now, I say basics, but it's really more bodily control and perception than bona fide parkour, since they're really young. I separate kids based on age and skill into different classes, which challenge them accordingly, having the older kids dip their toes into actual parkour and free running skills. Now, on to the story. I had this mother, henceforth entitled mother, of two kids. Entitled Kid 1 and Entitled Kid 2, ages 2 and 3 respectively, come for a test class to see if the kids are interested. The kids enjoy this class since I try to make them both challenging and fun by playing games where they have to traverse obstacle courses, and I try to set up scenarios for them to use their imagination, such as, the pirate ship is sinking, we have to jump onto the lifeboats, etc. The administration later lets me know they enrolled and all is well. Now, something you have to know about my classes is that even though they're taught in a special order-made room, and I make sure most surfaces are padded and I'm super paranoid about accidents, so I do my best to keep a safe environment, sometimes kids can take a fall, especially if they aren't following instructions or throw tantrums. 
This was the case with Entitled Kids 1 and 2 since they were always refusing to listen to instructions, and threw tantrums when I tried to explain why they couldn't just run off to play in the room as if it was just a playground, which it absolutely isn't. After a couple of weeks of this, Entitled Mother comes into my classroom to tell me, not ask, mind you, that her kids are ready for the advanced class, which is kids aged 5 to 6, because they've grown bored of the kiddie class since they're so much better than the other kids. They're not. I politely let her know that although they are indeed pretty active kids, they first have to become responsible of their actions since they tend to push kids around and not listen to instructions and therefore they're not ready yet since the older kids class is way tougher and I can't just follow two kids around to take care of them and neglect the rest of the class since there could be an accident. Now these are not in any way big groups. I only take groups of five kids at most since it's all I can handle on my own to make sure every kid is as safe as possible. But having to take care of underage kids and leaving other three kids unattended is a big no-no in my book. Anyway, Entitled Mother doesn't seem to take my words kindly, but accepts my decision, or so I thought. Next week, I come in to have the receptionist tell me Entitled Mother has basically thrown a tantrum to have her kids go into the advanced class anyway, despite my warnings, and asks me if I can just let it slide this time. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Obviously, I'm not okay with this, as it endangers not only entitled kids, but other kids as well. But I can see her storming into my classroom again, angrier this time if I say no. So, I ask the front desk to have her sign an additional waiver to the one she already had to sign when enrolling the kids. The day comes when I have to teach the advanced class. And in come marching with a smug grin, none other than entitled mother and entitled kids. I welcome them and start my class, which as I said is way more demanding and has some actual parkour techniques sprinkled in. It would be unfair to the age appropriate kids to downplay the class just because these entitled kids enrolled, so I don't. However, I keep a close eye on them to avoid any issues. That day, the kids had to clear a small gap jump and latch onto an edge wall and shimmy along while hanging, picture hanging movement in the Assassin's Creed series. Everything but the floor is padded, of course. However, it's a substantial fall for kids that age, about 1.5 meters. As I'm helping one of the older kids shimmy along, I see the next in line to make the jump is the elder of the entitled siblings, and I ask her to wait for me so that I can spot her jump in case her hands slip or she doesn't clear the gap. She starts throwing a tantrum about how she's a big girl now and she can do it on her own, to which I respond to just let me be there to make sure she doesn't get hurt. I run back to her after helping the other kid reach the ground and help her reach the wall since she couldn't clear the gap, to which she goes absolutely mad and storms out of the classroom. Five minutes later, she comes back in with Entitled Mother demanding that I let her jump on her own. 
I once again explain why that's a bad idea, and we run the circuit once again. Again, I'm helping the kid lapping before her and ask her to wait for me, but instead of listening, she jumps into the wall, fails to clear the gap, crashes into the wall face first, and then plops into the ground, knocking the wind out of her. I rush to check if she's unhurt, which thankfully she is aside from the fall, and she starts swiping at me and once she recovers, starts bawling her eyes out and storms out of the classroom again. Once again, I'm faced with the entitled mother demanding to know why I let her daughter get hurt during my class and starts accusing me of being negligent and incompetent and that she'll take measures against the school and me. I tell her I understand she's upset but I asked the kid to stay still and wait for me, but she refused to listen and to remember that I warned her they were not ready yet for this class, as they did not follow instructions which were meant to keep them safe. Entitled Mother keeps going about how I can expect to be fired soon and the usual Entitled Parent monologue and then leaves. I tell the front desk what just happened and ask them to check the cameras in my classroom so that they can have proof in case she really tries something legally and reminded them that she had signed a second waiver. Thankfully she never did and she never came back, even though she paid the whole month in advance. I have some more stories of this kind since extracurricular activities tend to have these kinds of incidents and draw in entitled people, so let me know if you want to hear more and I'll try to post some of mine and coworkers' stories in here. I think the one nice thing about dealing with people like this is although they're very quick to jump to, oh I'm gonna sue or you're gonna be sorry for this, most times it's pretty empty threats. People who are willing to go to that length and complain that badly, I don't think they're the kind of people that have the patience and dedication to actually go forward with a lawsuit, let alone the money. You know, maybe they even have just enough common sense to realize they're not gonna win something like that. Our next story is, mom upset I, male 19, wanted to see the doctor alone. Last year when I was 18, I had my physical at the doctor's office. My mom invited herself in the room and I didn't really question it because I was freshly 18 and wasn't told that I have more rights than I did before. It was a nightmare, with her making my checkup more about her. It was embarrassing in some aspects, having your mom be in the room for these sexually active questions and other things of that nature. She also invited herself in the room for my blood results when it was revealed I was anemic. That week she playfully spilled the news to my extended family over dinner like it was a funny joke or a funny story. This made me super uncomfortable. I had a talk with her in private after the fact about it where she said she was sorry and understood why she was wrong. Even with that, she continues to tell out other parts of my business and tries to pry as much as possible. About a year later, now, I was due for my yearly physical again. I went with my 27-year-old sister, we'll call her Jessica for now, who I was running errands with. While I was waiting for the doctor to enter my room, Jessica walks in, saying that my mom called and forcefully told her to get in the room with me. I was fine having company while I waited, but as soon as the doctor entered, I requested that Jessica left. Jessica is a nurse, well versed on HIPAA, and completely understood where I was coming from. The issue came when I got back home, and my mom found out that I'd seen the doctor by myself. She asked why I kicked Jessica out, and I told her that whatever happened in there was between my doctor and I, and no one else. She scoffed and quickly hung up the phone, she was at work. Now I'm sitting around wondering if I did anything wrong, but I know for a fact that I didn't. For more context, I have some bumps and cysts in my nether region that my religious family would swear were STDs if they heard about them. 
To avoid that, I've been silent about it for years, potentially risking my health by ignoring a looming issue. Now that I'm able to see the doctor alone, I can figure out what they are and what to do about them. Definitely stand up for your own privacy and your own rights. I'm really glad the story ended with OP asserting their rights and their right to privacy. Our next story is, Dad freaked up my mental state. So context, I'm 24 year old male and in America, but I'm Mexican and Japanese. So my dad got custody of me when I was 11 years old after an incident with my mom. She's a whole post and I thought life was going to be good until he took me out of private school and put me in public school where I got into fights a few months after. As I was growing up, I noticed that I was getting fewer and fewer things that I needed, including basic toiletries. I had really long hair for most of my life and those who have it know how much they need hair care products and my dad never let me cut it. I noticed that dad would wait till his friends got stupid drunk and give him a big bag of weed and my dad would tell him that he would pay him back the next day. He almost never did. When I was in 8th grade, he let me smoke weed with him and not just a normal nugget or hit a joint. This man packed a moon rock into an apple and let me smoke it because I was joking with him about wanting to smoke. Growing up, my cousins always hated me and made it clear to me at a very young age that they would beat me up and steal my stuff, and dad would never do anything about it and tell me to fight back. It was 1v5 and two cousins were fat and would sit on me to the point that I accidentally learned how to control my breathing in awkward positions, and from what I learned, it was a martial arts technique. When I got older and asked for stuff that I needed, he never got them for me and I always had to go to my grandpa to get stuff for me or go through the college supplies my mom got me. She bought a lot of line paper, notebooks, and binders that literally lasted through most of college. My dad would always say we don't have money for X event or to go eat, yet he always had money for weed, McDonald's large 20-piece nugget meal, two McDoubles and a McFlurry, while I had to get two McChickens for a dollar and drink super sugar Kool-Aid at home. He even had money for spray cans and high quality art color pencils and pencils, paint, canvases of all sizes and for someone to print his artwork and sell it at events. He refused to get an actual job even when he got custody of me and he would always ask my grandma for money and rarely pay her back. Heck, I paid rent while living with grandma and he never did. He always worried about his clothes looking good and clean, yet for me I was good with one shirt he'd buy me that I never liked and maybe a pair of shoes. When I told him I had thoughts of ending things, he just gave me a hug and offered me weed. Not therapy, not to take me somewhere to calm down or even to my grandpa's house where I felt safe. Years later, when I told him I was depressed, he only offered me mushrooms and told me it would cure my depression. I never took the mushrooms thankfully, but he did get me into drinking at a young age and always surrounded me around older, more sex-fueled women who wanted a young man. He always took me to dangerous spots for the sake of work, which was usually me doing all the work while he was drinking and smoking with his friends. I learned how to do hard work at 13 years old and he would only give me 40 bucks as payment which he automatically used for McDonald's. As I got older, I stopped doing the jobs because it wasn't worth the 40 bucks for nearly 19 hours of work. He even had me pay my own phone bill at 12 when I had no job and never had an allowance from him. I had to hide all the money I got and hoped he'd never found it till I had to start leaving it at my grandpa's house. I remember there was a time he got mad at me because I got into Yu-Gi-Oh and would buy and sell cards to have extra cash. 
and demanded that I gave him some money. I remember a few hours after my friend's birthday party, he took me to a football game and gave me a 200 milligram edible cookie. I thought it was stale, but after a few hours, I'm baked on a bus with drunk adults and we didn't even leave till hours after the game was over. I had a constant ingrown toenail problem that he didn't even take care of till I was a senior in high school when it started in the 8th grade and he complained the whole time. He constantly took and borrowed money from me that he owes me close to 10 grand and he said he didn't have to pay me back since I lived under his roof, the one he rents from my grandma. My dad told me I had to connect with my roots but tried to erase one side of my culture without thinking about how it would affect me. As I got older, I just kept ignoring all the red flags because he's family and we help each other. Yet, I never felt like I was his family, not even a friend or an ATM. I just felt like I was there. I remember that when it was my last week of high school, he got mad because he didn't get enough tickets for his friends when I wanted my mom or grandpa there, and he punched me in the face and kicked me out. He has another kid, and he would dump her on me to watch when I was in high school and expect me to take care of it, while he stood there with his you-know-what in hand, not knowing what to get me when I told him I needed diapers for her. I was forced to watch other kids that weren't mine at a young age. Forced to adult parties with all alcohol, weed, and no food for me to eat, I was forced to go to his work events and do everything by myself. I wasn't able to enjoy going out without being told that I had to find a way home and asking friends' parents for rides home late at night. When my grandpa died, he cried and made it seem like they were close when they weren't, and I was close to my grandpa. He always treated me as his last responsibility and never as his son. I moved out years ago and rarely saw him, but he still acted the same, and now all he wants is a relationship because he knows I have money from a trust, even though I told him I want nothing to do with him. Sorry this is long, but I had to get out most of these feelings somehow. The nice thing about this subreddit is not only can you share incredibly crazy entitled parent stories, but you can also use it for situations like this where you can vent about things, where you can just let off some steam and kind of get it out there, and also, you know, put it out there and get some feedback from other people in a time where you do need validation. Sometimes it's nice when you have issues or lifelong problems like this to be able to just shout it out there into the world and hear back you're valid, that you're right. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.